Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. There's a 1945 magazine that's going viral on TikTok <laughs> because there's an article in this magazine that is geared towards women on how to hold on to your husbands. Oh, no. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, if the right in the world of the uh, politics were to get a hold of this uh, magazine, they, they would say this. See, <laughs> this is <laughs> this is where, what we need to get back to. Let's make things great again. Um. The ag, uh, the name of the actual magazine is Beautify Your Figure. Oh, my goodness. The magazine itself. So just some tips, ladies, from 1945 on how to hold on to your man. I'll give you a second. You want to grab a pen and a piece of paper, take these down. Because <laughs> in 1945, it was a pen and paper you were using That's right. to take notes. The first tip. Share his hobbies and interests, and then it shows photos of a woman figuring out golf clubs. Right. Like, what end do I hit, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Holding a rifle. Like, what end do I shoot from? Right. Uh, the next tip, which I just think is, is very important, uh, ladies, you really want to get on this one. Be sure to pass the breakfast table test. He may be comparing you to the slick chick C works with. <laughs> be his best playmate. But remember, you're a female. So keep yourself intriguing and seductive. Oh, my goodness. 1945 must have been fun for the ladies. I agree. <laughs> of course you do. The next one cautions women on their laughter. A woman's laugh is lovely when it comes off right. A horse laugh is best left to the ponies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, the article also tells women to be wary of the way they carry themselves, lest they ruin their marriage with the way they walk. Do they, do they say who wrote the article? That, uh, that man is probably dead. Right. <laughs> 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 How many women serial killers are there again? <laughs> Is your walk light and gay, slow and weary, heavy and clumsy, or just right? You want to have the right walk wow. to keep your man happy. Now, look, okay, of course we can laugh at it, and it's all completely silly and it's nonsense. But one of the things that I think woke culture has to understand is that in 1945, that's how they thought. Right. And you would have thought that way, too. Uh-huh. And 50 years down, 60 years down the road from now, people are going to look back at you, and you're going to look like you're from 1945. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we evolve. Right. We change. And it is it is funny how, uh, again, how ridiculous that seems, but it was of its time. Mm. It was what it was. Right. You know, and... Uh, well, it is, but... but in some countries, mm. right, one, that still exists, and two, they still look back a couple of hundred years mm-hmm. to, to the way the laws should work mm-hmm. yeah. instead, instead of leaving that to evolve. No, exactly. Yes, there are many south of us who would like to go right back to 1945. But I agree with all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, not so much. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather Jr. Uh, recently bought himself a $345,000 Rolls Royce. Oh, he went with the cheaper one. Yeah. Right. 
Three hundred and forty-five grand. I can't uh, afford that. I can't even say it. I can't say it. You can't. You can't buy it. No. But he added a, an extra little touch to his uh, Rolls Royce. He has a mink interior. Oh. Put in. Right, that's uh, that's good in the south. It's usually an option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, is it air conditioned to me? <laughs> you know, go go to your local Hyundai yeah. dealership. <laughs> that's nothing. I bought those seat covers at Canadian Tire. <laughs> and then he realized, oh, I got to cart my grandson around. His grandson's about a year and a half old, so he needed a car seat, of course. He didn't just hit up the local Wally. Oh, no. No, he got his car guy, because we all have a car guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got his car guy to trick out a mink-lined seat <laughs> with the kid's name and it stitched in yellow. <laughs> that cost him an extra 18 grand. $18,000 yeah. for a car seat? Yeah. Does he know about the diaper blowout? <laughs> that mink seat will. <laughs> It'll go from mink to stink in a yeah. hurry. <laughs> Try to take that to the dry cleaner. <laughs> uh, this is not good. And I only kind of share this story because we just recently sat and watched uh, a television show being filmed here in our parking lot and with The Handmaid's Tale. And now they they have all disappeared. That little village has packed up its tent and disappeared. Gone. Um, yeah, like we, the circus. Yeah, in and out. And um, we noticed during all the rain on Monday... Even though they had finally cleared out uh, for quite some time, there was like a one dude who was just standing at the end of the parking lot in the rain. There was really no reason for him to be there because there was nobody else around. There were, well, when I get in, uh, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. Sure. Uh, <laughs> there, two or three minutes before we get on the air. Exactly. There's usually like there was someone there, like parking yeah. enforcement, basically. Just, just their overnight security, just keeping an eye on things. Yep. Well, there was a guy who was doing the same job on location in Brooklyn. Working security and parking enforcement for uh, law and order organized crime. Okay. And about five in the morning, he's sitting in his car when someone threw open the door and started shooting. He was pronounced dead on the scene. Wow. The killer is still apparently at large, and there's no word yet on the motive. Could be an episode. I was just thinking, yeah. Maybe the guy was trying to get in on the show. You can solve it in 44 minutes. Seems to be this new thing with actors who hit a certain age and they decide they want to bail on the career. Brad Pitt, I think about a month or so ago, said, yeah, he could see his acting career winding down. And now Ethan Hawke is saying the same thing. It's the beginning of his last act. Last? Like, there. <laughs> Has he been acting? I guess. I saw him on with Stephen Colbert, so he must be in something. Oh, okay. And the last thing I saw him in was Training Day really, right. with Denzel Washington. I mean, what is it with these guys? Like, Ethan's probably in his 50s. Brad's in his, I think, late 50s. What is it with these guys who decide, ah, I'm too old for this now? Maybe too old for the action characters they want to play. But you've probably got another 30 years still ahead of you. You could continue to act and play grandpa well, for a while. Uh, the difference being is what they make on a movie now. Mm. You know, like, yeah, it, you know, Connery and, and Eastwood, you know, who, who acted and then continued to act well into their, their late stages, mm-hmm. you know, weren't making a lot. In their early projects, you know, no. Brad Pitt's made enough money mm-hmm. that if he wanted to call it a, a career, he could. Ethan Hawke, I guess so. I, I just, I can't remember the last thing I've seen him in. Some of these guys, too, they, listen, at some point, 
you got to respect them for hanging it up. You know, you look at guys like Burt Reynolds and again, Sean Connery, who way too far in life was still playing the, trying to be the suave debonair right. guy who got the young women and. Right. Yeah. Well, it was, what was it? Entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's gross. You know, it looked like her grandfather running around after her and he's supposed to be some career criminal. It's really gross. Uh, Elton John says that the only uh, good music being made right now is by women. Okay. He says the guys are just not uh, stepping up. He says uh, it's uh, great to see all of these girls rocking out and making the best music. It's a breath of fresh air because it comes from innocence and pure joy, and that, for me, is what music is all about. Okay. I know that he uh, is very close with the likes of Lady Gaga. She's actually the uh, godmother to his children. Okay. And Adele as well. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So... And if you uh, loved The Godfather, you could live in Vito Corleone's estate. Wow. For one month, it's being rented on Airbnb. It's in Staten Island, New York. Now, I don't know what inside the house looks like, because when they filmed the movie, it's just the exterior shots. Right. They do that often. Yeah. Yeah. It's Staten Island, New York. Now, they're only offering it once, and you have to take it for the full month of August through the 1st to the 31st. It's only costing 50 bucks a night. That seems incredibly cheap. Okay. Or 1500 for the duration. You're only supposed to have five people in the house and no guests. No horse heads in the beds? No, sir. That makes no sense, though. If I'm going to try to get in on the bidding and get to live at the uh, Godfather's mansion, his estate, for a month, I think I want to have people over for a screening yeah, but the Air- Godfather. Airbnb's cracking down on those rules. There's no oh, parties yeah. anymore, right? It's a big house, five people. Yeah. I mean, I got 12 <laughs> living in my pool hut. <laughs> so if you got any interest, you, uh, you can, uh, you can get in on the bidding. The chance to book, uh, it stays open until next Wednesday, July 27th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So go spend some time at the Corleone Ranch. So how, so are they, you, do you have to bid on? How does that work? I don't know. Maybe just throw your name in. I'm not sure. Because if they've set the price, yeah. you know, the price is the price. I'm, I, I'm not exactly. I've never, I have never rented an Airbnb. Yeah, neither have I. I like my uh, Motel 6. <laughs> I like my cloverleaf. I like my house. <laughs> it's the anniversary of the first moon landing, Neil Armstrong. Said his famous One Giant Leap for Mankind line 53 years ago today in July 20th, 1969. So people are talking about the moon, and do you think we'll be living there soon? Someone polled a 1,000 people and asked if they think we'll be living on the moon or Mars permanently within the next 50 years, and over a third said yes. What? Yeah, over a third of people believe we'll be living on the moon or Mars. We just want off the years. planet. Well, you know what? You know what we are? The entire human race, we're squatters. We're bad Airbnb renters. <laughs> we have taken this ball that's been floating around for like millions and millions of years. In like 250 odd years, we completely squashed it. Right. We showed up and it's almost completely ruined. Right. And really most of the damage been done in the last hundred or yeah. less. I was reading a thing the other day, and I got to stop reading because it's just so damn depressing. Anything about this planet. Uh, most of the plankton in our oceans is gone, which is the starting base of water animals, right. life, fish, which sustains a huge amount of the world. We, on this side of the, uh, the, the, the ball, eat a lot more chicken and red meat, but there are places around the earth that basically live on fish. Right. That is dying off. Right. Which means a huge, 
Outside of that and global warming, I now understand why my two boys in their 20s go, I'm never bringing another child. I'm not bringing <laughs> babies onto this planet. It is a disaster. And they say, with plankton going away, we could see, like, huge, huge uh, masses of deaths across the planet in the next 25 years. Well, and, and listen, and it, you know, and not trying to bring it back to, to, to COVID, but it is interesting how... God the, damn it, you! I know, that the... Uh, <laughs> that the whole concept of, of of the pandemic is kind of a microcosm for what the the global warming debate has been for years. Mm-hmm. In, in the sense that there are a bunch of people who just say, "Yeah, not my problem," because mm-hmm. they're eighty. <laughs> it does doesn't affect? No, not not just that. Just right. that hey, doesn't affect me, right? And I don't care about what happens when I'm gone, right? right? Oh, okay. That, that was it. it. That oh, was okay. the point. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I know. And we're, it's no, nothing's changing. We're not. We're not fixing this problem. It's it's a downward slide that I don't think is. We we cannot pull it together. It's it's just. It, there's a million reasons why it's too big of an issue to solve. One of them, and, and at the top of the list, is you have countries like India and China and others that are just finally coming into their own economically. They're seeing booms now, but with those booms of 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 uh, employment and uh, and work um, uh, infrastructure um, comes, of course, global warming comes using of fossil fuels and all sorts of other things, and 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 so they sit there and they say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hit the brakes here." All of you in North America have enjoyed this great lifestyle for the last 50 years. We're just starting to hop aboard, and now you're telling us we can't? We just got cars. We're just air conditioning our houses, and now it's we have to. We're told right. so. It's the, the slide is I, I don't know. Well, and then listen, as, as you know, yesterday in the middle of a heat warning and hot and humid and sticky conditions, mm. you know, I was on the golf course, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, somewhat complaining of the heat, but we barely see it here every now and then. There are mm-hmm. other places that are literally on fire right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, well, you're seeing pop up fires again because of the heat in Europe. In Portugal, you're having a. Uh, Wildfires because of that, which you see in the U.S. on the uh, the West Coast uh, a lot of the time. Well, in B.C. again, the Lytton it was it was destroyed by fire just mm-hmm. a year ago, and mm-hmm. and it's you know right back there they're, they're fighting like you know and the massive mm. space of these fires too is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the expanse of them. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, when I read that fish thing the end of the plankton, I just thought, Jesus, this is. You know, we, we don't, these are the little things we don't think of. Because we, listen, we, we don't even see what's going on around us. Right. So how would we even for a second give a poop about plankton? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's, it's. <laughs> so a whale goes without a meal. So yeah. what? Eh, whatever. Anyhow. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Men are such dopes. A nurse is sharing the craziest excuses for a father missing the birth of his child. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Some of the the things that dudes admitted to uh, when missing the birth of their child, including one guy who said he had to go get fast food because he couldn't handle hospital grub. (laughs) I don't know why I was all. I'll be right back. I was a little guilty. I stayed in the hospital. Yeah, you went and got yourself a burger, didn't you? I had burger fries and gravy. (laughs) While Maria walked circles, I sat in the middle of a cafeteria in the hospital. Appeal Memorial while she walked circles around because she had to be induced. And, you know, you got to let gravity work. Right, yes. So the doctor said, just keep moving. And we moved for like 14 hours. <laughs> I get hungry. <laughs> uh, another guy tried to squeeze in a nap 
at home and his phone was on silent. Oh, no. Could you imagine waking up to all those texts and calls? Oh, could you imagine the rest of your life? Yeah, ever saying, you're that? never allowed to say nap. <laughs> you can't think nap. You can't say nap. <laughs> Another guy left for a fantasy football draft. Left the hospital. Oh. I mean, you love your sports, but yes, you better have the first overall pick. <laughs> Another guy went home to feed the cat. This one takes the cake, though. One guy admitted to talking to an ex in the parking lot. Holy cow! Maybe you know, maybe he rushed his wife in, and then he went back to park the car, and then he bumped into his ex girlfriend, <laughs> and then, hey, how are you? And, you know, five minutes turns into an hour. Yeah. <laughs> that baby gets two Christmases. <laughs> He's on the line with us, just holding his spatula and nothing else, because <laughs> it's very warm out. <laughs> Whoa, that's a scary thought, man. <laughs> Just his spatula in hand, and he's ready to grill. Ted, how are we, my friend? Ah, we're not doing too bad, but we're definitely not butt naked with a spatula. Right. <laughs> Ted, have you ever cooked anything, like, right on the pavement? You ever, you ever oh, tried yeah. doing that? No, because it's the dirt and the ground, and there's garbage all over it. No, I wouldn't do it. All right. A rock, maybe, if it was hot in the desert, and okay. I needed to, but, you know, um, there's no real point to it. Yeah, mm. it's hot out. It's uh, it's the summertime. That's what it is. And uh, just remember this whole conversation in the middle of February when we're freezing our butts off. Right. That, said it's that hot us. out. Yeah, earlier. Enjoy it. I said that earlier to Lucky. I said, you know, about seven months of the year here in Canada is kind of, we get the really cold, horrible weather, and then you get the spring and fall that can, can be cold and rainy. We get eight weeks of gorgeous weather, and then maybe two of them or so are a little overbearing. But, yeah, we pay for this in the middle of winter to go down to the Caribbean. So we might as well uh, enjoy it while we have it. It's short-lived. That's it. That's it. You know, you're you're super, super hot. Turn on the hose and run around That's naked right. in your front yard and give your neighbors a show. <laughs> With your spatula in hand. With your spatula in hand. That's right. Now, Ted, let me ask you this. Riding the pony. Riding the <laughs> pony. <laughs> Before you cook that pony. Um, so I was at a, a farmer's market uh, recently. Maria dragged me to one. But, you know, when we went, we bought a bunch of stuff, and I was... I was happy to put the money into the farmers' pockets. They they need all the support we can give them uh, for sure. But I saw, of course, this time of year, watermelon is is uh, huge, and of course, such a great treat on a on a hot day. And I was looking at they had like quarters of watermelon for sale, and I thought, I wonder. I gotta ask Ted this: Could you cut them up like almost steak size in thickness and and and, and width and and all of that? And could you grill watermelon and then maybe make like a salad or something with it, feta cheese or maybe a scoop of ice cream or something like a dessert? Uh, yes, you can. Really? Why you would, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. um, like a watermelon is is best as far as I'm concerned is fresh and out of the refrigerator so it's a little extra cold. Right. And that's great. And it makes, it's wonderful for things. Grilling watermelon, I don't know why. It just gets <laughs> soggy and crappy would and it? horrible. Would it? 
I guess it's all yeah. water, right? So yeah, I guess it's it mostly would. water. It would just like, probably evaporate some, for most of it. Yeah, some things don't need to be grilled, mm, right. and watermelon is one of them. And there are there's recipes even where they take a whole watermelon, they peel it down, and then they smoke it like a ham. Okay. And wow. yeah, well, there there I'm going to hurl. <laughs> it, I'm liking grilled watermelon as much as I like Brussels sprouts. Wow. All right. Well, then I won't invite <laughs> okay. you over. I was going to. So we won't even go down the path of that. You know, take a watermelon. And here's here's the best thing to do with a watermelon. Okay. All right, take the watermelon, put it in your fridge for an hour or two. Take it out, cut it up, enjoy it, have a nice day. Grill a steak on the side. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you That's want to thing, grill something no. a little exotic like that, like pineapple would be a great one, right, Ted? <sighs> Pineapple is unbelievable on the grill. The, the the heat of the grill heats up the natural sugars in it. It's got the density and texture to be nice and firm, but soft and juicy. Um, it's loaded with sweetness. It's good for you. And uh, why not? You know, and the best thing to do with a pineapple is after you peel it and you slice it maybe one inch thick, is soak it in a little bit of rum for a day, Ooh. then throw it on the grill. Now you have rum-soaked grilled pineapple, and you can enjoy that, and it's delicious. Goes good with shrimp, goes good with chicken, goes good on a sandwich. In Are fact, just rum-soaked pineapple <laughs> on its own is a perfect breakfast, lunch, and dinner meal. <laughs> Are there any other fruits that people might not think about that you can actually put on the barbecue? Apricots, oh. plums, apples, peaches, pears, uh, kiwi. Mm. Works good on the on the grill. Really? It's got to be super hot and fast, though. Everything you know, goes on the grill, mush. except the one thing I suggested. <laughs> you know what? I've had it with the two of you. Here's Lucky. Hey, what about pineapple? Oh, Ted. Oh, it's the best. Hey, here's Craig. What about watermelon? You're an idiot. No. I... <laughs> the next time we do a video, uh, Teddy, when I come to Casa Barbecue, I want us to attempt a watermelon on your grill. Fine. We'll attempt a watermelon. Fine. <laughs> Now I know make you a helmet with it. Okay, perfect. Now I know there is something you would enjoy. You just mentioned the uh, the rum and the pineapple. Uh, certainly, the injecting the vodka into the watermelon has been a long-standing tradition. Oh, definitely, and tequila. Oh yeah, tequila. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Drill a hole in the top, shove a bottle in there, let it drain, and then you got tequila-infused watermelon. Give it to the kids; they're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> There's Ted's tip to parenthood. All right. Very yeah. good. Ted, yeah. if people want to talk grilling with you, be it uh, vegetables or fruits or meat or anything except watermelon, obviously. How do people and Brussels sprouts. And Brussels sprouts. How do people get a hold of you, my friend? You're going to find me at Ted Grills in the social media world. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.